Welcome to another edition of the Landlord and Tenant Podmess, the only podcast that has the balls to ask the question, can a landlord and tenant be buddies? Hi, everybody. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Landlord James. And I'm your other host. I am Tenant Michael. And uh, we're back and we're fully energized for this episode. We've uh, had lots of water. We've eaten properly. We've gotten lots of sleep. Well, that's what you did. Um, I got over my hangover the dude's way. I drank. Oh, so, hair of the dog. Hair so of the dog. I'm feeling fine. Never mind hair of the dogs. You drank so much skeleton of the dog. You what? Like that amount of drinking, not just the hair of the you. Like you. Anyway, if oh. you listen to our last episode, you'll know that we sounded like we were on our deathbeds because we had been out gallivanting around the city all night, uh, celebrating the victory of the Toronto Raptors. Yes, it um it was it was a rough it was a rough episode. I yeah. felt like I was going to die during it. And um I felt like you weren't that hungover, Mike. Like I was really hungover. I was pretty and I felt hungover. you were trying no, you were trying to fit in. It didn't I I don't even remember you drinking the night the Raptors won. I drank so much. It's crazy and I'm just laughing at you for even suggesting that. I think hey, Zapruder film types, listen to the last episode. And tell me if you think Mike was BSing being hungover, because I think you were drinking water all night, pretending it's, you know, clear beer. Not true. I was drinking pure vodka. Um, How do you think JFK died, by the way, since we're going down this uh, Mm. this rabbit hole? And we can talk about it for as long as we want. How do I think he died? (laughs) How do you think he died? There are many different... mm. Some people think he died of old age. Some (laughs) people think he was shot in Dallas. Wow. Um, I think it might have been the bullet. Yeah? But then again, yeah, maybe this was a Hitler kind of thing where he secretly lived in South America for years. Right. So just to be clear, we're not talking about who killed JFK. Mm. We're talking about how did he die. Yeah. That's a great idea for a doc a doc series. And then, yeah. What if he got an infection while he was in the car in Dallas and he died of, like, say, I don't know, like... Uh, an ear infection uh, that just happened to coincide with a you know a shooting. We'll we'll never know. We'll never know. But but you know what? Uh, I have connections at CBC Gem, and I can give you their email. This Ooh. might be a thing to pitch to them. Speaking of CBC, the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation, for uh, any of our listeners outside of Canada, recently a uh, quite a big star from CBC. I'm talking about Peter Mansbridge, mm-hmm. former host of The National, the CBC's flagship news program. Uh, he was on uh, TV during the Raptors celebration broadcast mm-hmm. and live on air. And we can probably include this uh, in the show. I'll, I'll plug it in. He, uh, he said live on air that when the Raptors won, quote, I went batshit. And wow. that was broadcast from coast to coast to coast. Wow, that's what I wonder what Peter Mansbridge going batshit would look like. Do you think he jumped around his couch and like smashed his like whatever bottle of champagne against the wall and like shit on the floor? Maybe and, like, or pulled his wiener out of his pants and swung it around. <laughs> and his wife his wife is like an actress, isn't it? Cynthia Dale. Was she like, Peter, stop going batshit? Do you, yeah, I wonder. And was she into it too? Like, Grr! or was she like Peter? Yeah, like upset at him. I'm looking up Cynthia Dale here. Yeah, she was in uh, Street Legal. Yeah, right. 
And they brought they recently rebooted it. Sadly, it didn't uh, didn't didn't take off. Yeah, it didn't take off. Another thing that millennials ruined: street legal. <laughs> Couldn't but, agree more. <laughs> do you think? Imagine if Peter Mansbridge went like like Gigi Allen type insane, and just started like just you know pissing and shitting everywhere because the rappers won. I mean, look, I heard an interview with Peter uh, the other day as well, and he said he he was up in his downtown condo, him and Cynthia, watching the crowd, couldn't believe it. Who knows? He might have been flashing everybody down there. I wonder where where his condo is. I don't really see Peter Mansbridge as a condo guy, do you? Oh, yeah. I imagined him as like a two hours north of Toronto in Cremor. You know, in some giant house. I, I, I mean, you know, the guy's got tons of money, so I imagine he has multiple homes. But he, to me, he gives off definite condo vibes. Hmm. I can imagine him attending his, like, condo boards meeting and, you know, uh, sort of taking charge and, like, manipulating uh, things so that he gets his way. People, women must hit on him all the time. Am I wrong? Uh, yeah. Like, at a, at a nice restaurant or a fancy old man bar? Yeah. Like... Because he, I do think he gives off a sexual vibe. The Am I man, wrong? The man is walking sex. And I actually think that he's bald almost amplifies it. I don't know what it is. It's like, oh, you don't give a damn that you're bald. And yeah. you, it's a weird, in a bald in a weird way. It's the thing where you got the hair on the sides and not on the top and you don't care and you're so confident. Yeah. It just makes women throw themselves at him. Mm-hmm. I could see him. I could see him if he was coming on to a, someone being like, just being direct, just being like, I want to have sex with you, you know? Tonight, our top story, I need to have sex with you. Oh, boy. <clears throat> anyway, if anyone listening knows where uh, Peter Mansbridge's condo is, the precise address, please email it to us at ltpodmess at gmail.com. I miss him on the news. Apparently, the Nationals' ratings have tanked since he left. Yeah, I mean... But it was stupid. They're like, oh, now we have four anchors. What the hell are you doing? Just pick someone. You know, Ian Hannah Mansing, Rosemary Barton, I think. They yeah, don't and have... they're all in different cities. It's like they didn't yeah. want to so offend anyone yeah. that they picked someone in every city, uh, yeah. like, you know, every different kind of person. Just pick Ian Hannah Mansing or yeah. Rosemary. Just pick one of them. And if you assembled the five hosts of the National together in, like, a sort of, like, what is it, Voltron or, like... Uh... Transformers? Transformers thing to like one super journalist. They still wouldn't have one uh, 20th of the sexual power of Peter Mansbridge. Well said. Well said. So, uh... You're listening to the Mansbridge pod. Oh, that's a good idea. Um, maybe we should do spinoff pods. Who knows? Yes. Um, how was your week, Mike? Oh, it's been stressful, but it's been productive. I'm, um... I don't know if I've mentioned this before on the show, but I actually, I have a show at this year's Toronto Fringe Theatre Festival. Oh, congrats. Coming up in July, and uh, yeah, so I'm deep into rehearsals for my one-man show. Oh, wow. Uh, what's, what's it about? All right, since you asked, um, it's called NAV! Exclamation point. And it's a one-man show uh, that tells the story of Raptors superfan Nav Batia. And I play Nav through different stages of his life. As a younger man, um, I talk about my journey from India to Canada in 1984, and then, you know, finding my bearings here in this new land, and then, you know, opening a series of car dealerships. I have the one in Mississauga and Rexdale, the Hyundai dealerships. 
Then I talk about how I've attended every Raptors game since uh, the first one in 1995. Every single game. And I, it takes a bit of time, but I sort of give a brief recap of each game since 1995 and each basket and like the final scores and who won the championship that year. Uh, That's the bulk of the show. Then I also talk about going viral as the Raptors have become, uh, you know, somewhat Mm. of a sensation, not only in Canada, but around the world. And then it ends with me on set at the Tim Hortons commercial that I uh, recently shot. And uh, there's a lot to memorize. Huh. I don't know how these actors on Broadway memorize uh, their lines, but uh, maybe uh, fingers crossed my show Nav is going to be great. I don't know, Mike. I don't know if it's a good idea for you to do this uh, play. Oh, what? You're not, a, you're not a sports fan? No, I am Boo. a sports fan. I don't know if people are going to want to see you pretend to be Nav, but... Well, in have you read the script? Have you seen the sets? All right, and all right, the costumes. All right, all right. Good luck. I wish you luck with the reviews. It's not going to be pretty. I, I'm, I have a good feeling about this show. And your good feelings always are right. See your ex girlfriend Ruth, who controlled your life and was fifty years oh, old. Oh, thanks than you. for bringing up my ex who passed away almost a year ago. Thanks, James. Anyway, how was your week? Uh, it was it was fine, not bad. I mean, I got to ride on the the bus in the Raptors parade with Drake. It was fine. It's not bad. What? Yeah, no big deal. I just got to ride in the Raptors parade on the float with Drake. James, that is the definition of a big deal. Well, you're right. Wow, yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, right in the midst of the parade, people recognized me from the podcast. And, really? Yeah, they were like, you know, um, I was doing a chant like "fuck Mike, fuck Mike," which I knew you'd okay. laugh at. I was a joke. Yeah. I was wondering why everyone was cheering that. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, it was really cool. It's cool to be on the on the uh, bus with the guys. They're a good bunch of guys. I was chatting with Drake. Actually, this is an interesting thing about Drake that I feel like maybe a lot of people uh, would be surprised by. While we while we were on the float, Drake kept asking me the names of the players. Um, he really? Did, he had no idea. Like he, it turns out, he doesn't even like sports. His manager just makes him pretend to for his branding. Really? That's really that's surprising. Yeah, he was like, "So is that guy Kawhi Lowry?" And I'm like, "No, it's Kyle Lowry." He's like, "Oh, Kyle he Lowry. Said Who's Kawhi? Kawhi Lowry?" Yeah, yeah. He has no he had no clue. And he was literally one of those guys, you know, those people who make jokes like, um, "Okay, sports time," you know, "sports ball." Oh God, it's time for sports. Like that. Kind of, he was doing that kind of Yay, stuff. Yay, sports. Yes, he was doing that kind of stuff. He was too. doing that on the bus. Yeah, he's that kind of guy, but he just fakes the whole into sports thing, I guess for. <laughs> For business. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was interesting. My God. Um, well, I hope uh, he doesn't find out that you've uh, spilled the beans here. Oh. <laughs> hey, a beef with me would be good for his branding, too. Oh, God. It worked for his one with Meek Mill. Although Meek Mill went to prison for a bit. Not because of the beef. But for he did? For other reasons, yes. Wow. I didn't know that. I've um, never heard a Meek Mill song. Well. Have you? Yeah. Uh, yes. No, you haven't. Look at my Spotify playlist after the show. How can you afford Spotify when you're paying me rent? I've uh, I've hacked into my neighbor's Spotify oh. <laughs> playlist. Um, okay. Were you on the? Were you uh, it, at the rappers' celebration party when the crowd uh, booed Premier Doug Ford? Um, I think I had fallen asleep. I was drinking wine with Marc Gasol uh, earlier, oh, and I'd fallen asleep on the on the top of the bus. But yeah, they, they they booed him. He chugged an entire bottle of wine. My kind of guy, European. 
Right. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's too bad that the crowd of two million people booed the premiere of Ontario. Yeah, universally, like just a hundred percent. And even I don't think I don't even feel know if people even love Justin Trudeau at this point. But he got cheers. John Tory got cheers. Yeah, the that, mayor of Toronto. I think he's sort of like meh. Do you think but that, they did not like Doug. No, imagine being booed by two million people. Mm. You know what? I'm just crazy enough. That actually gets me off. No! Yeah. You're... You're messed. Well, um, should we move on to our segment? I think so. I'm feeling warmed up. I'm feeling good. I feel like we've been scoring three-pointers so far, uh, podcast-wise. Uh, me too. So, when the nice weather hits, you know it's time for one thing. Parades. We just had the Raptors victory parade. Um, we've got Pride coming up here in Toronto uh, soon. It's, I believe, the biggest Pride parade in the world. So James and I were thinking, what are some other parades we'd like to see, for God's sake? And so this segment is called The Landlord and Tenant Podmas Presents. Here are some other parades that we think it would be fun that if they did them. Okay. Uh, shall I go first? Sure. Here's a parade I'd love to see that I would uh, join up. Um, and that would be called the Bingers March. Um, look, it, are you talking about Bing Crosby? No, I'm talking about Bing.com. Now listen, those of us who Bing instead of Google know we're in a rare air. Um, we're kind of set apart from society. Uh, but maybe it's time to get together, celebrate that, and raise hell. You know, we could even ask the Ask, ask Jeevers to come along, too. Um, oh, are you sure you want those ones? They're a bit wild. At this point, yeah, the Ask Jeevers at this point are kind of definitely um, weird nerds, for sure. Very aristocratic. But Bingers, Bing appeals to guys like me. Guys who see things a little differently. Guys who don't just follow the typical, politically correct BS line. We, we see a skewed outlook on the world, and I think this is a, it could be a fun parade to celebrate that. Right, I'd love to see it. Where do you think I can imagine the Bingers Parade going down uh, Young Street? Well, it it might be quite. It might be a smaller parade, so it might be more like a side street, like Elm or Shooter. Elm, maybe Shooter. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. All right, here's a parade I'd like to see, and uh, I'll give it some context here. Um, so after uh, the liberation of France. Uh, from the Nazis during, uh, during World War II. No, no, just, just follow me here. When France was liberated from the Nazis, um, a pretty awful thing happened uh, that women who had collaborated with or had you know, slept with Nazi soldiers were punished and they had their heads shaved and they were marched through the streets and you know, abuse was hurled at them. God. It's a, it's a dark moment in history. But I think we could... Uh, use that method in a different way that speaks to Canadian concerns. So we should do that, you know, shave heads, make people march through the streets, to anyone who patronizes Starbucks instead of Timmy's, right? Show some national pride for once. And I think if we did this and we, you know, made it, made, you know, going to Starbucks punitive, that fewer people would do it. Do you care that much about people going to Tim Hortons? Yeah. Man, that's a lot darker than my Bing parade. Well, so it, de- it depends on your. Point so you're of gonna view. what? Throw you know yellow paint on people who have a Starbucks cup instead of a. No paint throwing, just shaving heads and forcing them to march through the streets. My God. Okay, there's your second, par- uh, first parade. Um, here's a parade I'd like to see. 
Um, you know, I have done business in the erectile dysfunction medication uh, industry. Yes, we all know. Pecker, pecker coin was a big thing for me, big thing in my life. So how about something I'd like to call the Million Man Impotent March? My basic idea is we get a million men, we march, and we descend on Parliament Hill in Ottawa, and they project high-quality, hardcore pornography on a big screen, and all of the men can show that they were not aroused by it. Just to raise awareness that this is a thing. Maybe I'll tie in my Peckercoin branding. You know, that's not quite dead yet. Just dormant. So will this be to raise awareness to, to stamp out? erectile dysfunction or would it just be to i i don't follow it's just to tell people hey we're not getting erections and we don't give a damn what about and you can show the sexiest pornography you can right. show you know uh nicole aniston 69ing i don't care no one's getting erections Okay, now how? Here's just one thing. What about the youngsters who might be milling around on Parliament Hill, whose parents maybe don't want them to see all this stuff? Welcome to the real world. That's all I got to say. Welcome to the real world. I'll have no real. I have no rebuttal to that. So the next parade I'd love to see is um, less of an organized parade than just something a regular occurrence that happens here uh, often in Toronto. It's when. All of the members of the band Broken Social Scene walk down the street together. Because there are so many of them. That it is one of the biggest uh, parades in the city, if not the country. You know, absolute chaos on the streets. There are blockades, there are police, firefighters, ambulances here. When, you know, Kevin Drew tells the gang, like, let's all go for a walk and get, you know, Slurpees or, or something around the corner. It's like the, the sound of like a, a herd of elephants stampeding in the distance. Yeah, well, when Broken Social Scene goes on tour, Parkdale's a ghost town. Yeah. No one's there because they're all on tour. It's spooky as hell. Um, here's my last parade I'd like to see. Um, listeners know I try to make this podcast as close to the Joe Rogan experience as possible. Mike usually ruins that. Um, I'd like to see a Joe Rogan parade. Um, and all the all the people who are part of the show there... Joe, of course, Joey Diaz, the uh, Jamie, the producer, former former producer Brian Redman, um, you know uh, Ben Shapiro could be walking around because he's on the show all the time. Jordan Peterson, how about it's time to celebrate? Uh, it's time to celebrate the Joe Rogan podcast. And you know what? It could feature floats showing martial arts, the benefits of martial arts, okay. and the benefits of smoking marijuana every day. Oh God! What well, do you mean? Oh God! Well, it's just not. Well, you my... don't think it's beneficial to smoke marijuana every day and take mushrooms? No, I think it, I think it is. I agree with you. I don't want to get into a fight, but uh, it's just not my not my cup of tea, podcast wise. God damn, dude! Open your friggin' eyes. Do a... do martial arts. Smoke marijuana. Like, what is hard to understand about that? Do you think Bruce Lee would have approved of like smoking pot or you know taking mushrooms and then uh, of course uh, dude. fighting someone? Of course. Are you freaking kidding me? Of course, man. How do you think Bruce Lee died? We already talked about JFK. Let's let's open this can of worms. I don't know. How did he die? Well, I mean, well, I guess that's the question. We'll never. No one knows how he died. Period. Kick. He was kicking everything, and then he accidentally kicked himself and killed himself. <laughs> it wouldn't shock me. Oh. So here's here's my last um, parade that I'd like to see. I think it's something that uh, 
the government of Canada should get behind. And this is a parade of uh, Australians through our city streets. A lot of Australians, maybe they're visiting, maybe they're uh, temporarily working here, maybe they've settled here. I think that the government of Canada should force Australians to walk through the streets just so we can keep tabs on how many of them we have in our midst, if you get my uh, catch my drift. I see. You want to be aware of... I want to know how many Aussies are, you know, hmm. uh, living amongst us. They're troublemakers. Well, I didn't say that, but um, it would be nice to know how many we were dealing with. I here. guess it would be nice to know if you're going about to go into a bar to let's have someone let you know, hey, there's a few Australians in there. Hey, there are some in there. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's the segment called Parades We'd Like to See. If you have a parade that you'd like us to see, then feel free to send us an email at ltpodmess at gmail.com or hit us up always on Twitter at ltpodmess. Um, I guess that's it for the opening. Uh, oh, we should say we have a Patreon. Yes, and uh, it unfortunately has dipped by a few people in the past week. Oh, has it? <laughs> well, if you'd like to help us out, we'd be grateful, and we give you a bonus episode every month when you do it. And uh, thank you to everyone who's already donating. We really appreciate it. It just helps us pay for everything. Thank you. And do the show. Okay. Shall we take a break and come back with our guest? And welcome back to the show, everybody. Episode 106. Let's not waste any more time, James. Let's get right down to business and bring on our guest. He's been on before. He's a returning champion. Oh, and it looks like he's knocking on the door. Um, Do you want to let him in, Mike? Sure, I'll get up and answer the door. Hey, can you guys keep it down, please? Right on cue, Mike. We couldn't have timed that out more perfectly. <laughs> no. What? Now, what is, it's... What, what is, well, Chris, take that microphone. Oh, yeah? This is Chris Wilson, ladies and gentlemen. Chris oh, Wilson. Oh, my God. This is... That was today. Okay. This is today. Now, Chris lives next door to Mike. <sighs> I was just... You guys were just being so loud next door, so that's why it came over. Oh, uh, and we were doing that intentionally to being... wake you up because we were mad at you. You're yeah. mad at me. We're mad at you, Chris. For why? Because For what last week after the Raptors won, yeah. we were supposed to do a podcast. And then I got a little text from Chris Ugh. Wilson saying, Oh, I've got a fitting. Meanwhile, the whole city is hung over as hell, and you were just hung over. Yeah. No, opinion. I didn't no, no, no. I had a, a thing I had a thing to do. And I was texting you at 3 30 that night in the morning. And I know that because you were up as well. You were texting right back. And I still did the podcast so the next day. Did yeah. you Did you do a podcast? Did you listen yes. to us? We sounded just moments from death, but we still really recorded a podcast. And I believe that I forbade you from ever uh, appearing on this show ever again. Because huh. I think if you're booked on a podcast that you don't show up to, did that podcast even really ever happen? And I say no. Great okay. question. Tree falls in the forest kind of thing. And I don't think it even happened. And I need you guys to please, 
be quiet. Your voices are coming through the wall. Are you hungover again or still? It was a big party yesterday as well, James. This oh. is two episodes since. Two Raptors things happened. So you went to the big uh, Raptors parade yesterday. Yeah, I happened to be parading yesterday. Well. But that doesn't have any excuse for you guys being so loud so while what'll trying it be to next sleep. what'll it be next week oh the uh intercounty toronto maple leafs baseball team uh won a game against guelph i guess better far? get trashed are they f- are they far in the is it the playoff time for them i don't know if, yeah, i don't know maybe i could jump on that bandwagon unbelievable you've been on a bandwagon before it's so fun no it's so fun you don't have it? to know anything about anything and you can just get to high five people what's your guys what's some bandwagons you guys have jumped on in your lives hmm. er i when er was really popular the I er on finale that bandwagon. i definitely yep. jumped on that bandwagon. you jumped on the er finale bandwagon yeah 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 where did they sc- did they screen that somewhere for like i think they did it at the sky dome they showed it on the jumbotron they did right they did. joking aside i believe and there was a shooting at that one too <laughs> yeah Joking aside, I do think they showed the final episode of Cheers at the Skydome and maybe the final episode of Star Trek The Next Generation at the Skydome. At the Skydome? I believe they did. Those were big at the time. Yeah. <sighs> Wish I got the opportunity to be there. Mm. I uh, I jumped on the bandwagon for Fall Off the Earth when they... Mm. Um, or Walk Off the Earth. Sorry. What's that? They're, they're the, uh, the group that did the O Canada at one of the Raptors games. Walk off the earth. Wow, what do they sound like? They're a cappella, I believe. Why did they have oh, a band? Oh, Mike wagon? loves a cappella. Not surprised. <laughs> Great group. Um, I prefer on... ba- I prefer instruments, frankly. Mm. I did watch. Uh, I was at a hotel on the weekend, and I did watch Pitch Perfect Three. You know what? Those are good movies. It I'll was, say it. it I, I watched like ten minutes. I'm like, this is so stupid. What but is then I watched the entire thing, and I did. Yeah, like they it. get you. Pitch Perfect One. Is that with starring Ben Platt? Well, not starring him, but he's in it. You know him? No. Huh. A little musical called Dear Evan Hansen. You probably oh. been listening to me sing oh. it next door. Yeah, it's I've been. So that's annoying. the songs I've been singing. What is Dear Evan Hansen about? Is it about the Columbine shooters? No, it's second podcast in a row. You've brought up Columbine, by the way. It's the stupidest plot. And that's why I think, you know, the one in Toronto, it's, you know, notorious. It's shut down like four months early. Really? From lack of ticket sales? It was supposed to go to November, June 21st, shutting her down. Wow. Really? It's about a boy. Even with all those hit songs? With a broken arm. Okay. And he writes a letter to himself that another school bully finds. Okay. I mean, immediately, I'm just going to say, I don't like the plot. It's stupid. And the school bully finds the note that... Evan Hansen's wrote to himself, and he thinks that it's about him and his. It yeah. <laughs> when you talk it out loud, it's really dumb. Wait, wait. So what's in the letter? Is it like a love letter to He's himself? He's writing a letter uh, uh, to himself because his therapist told him to do that. Right. Uh, He's like, dear Evan Hansen, it's going to be a good day today. You know. Right. Okay. So it's Projection. Like, uh, affirmation letter. Like, he writes about the bully's sister in the letter. The bully reads it and is like. I'm going to kill myself. And he, the bully kills himself. Wait. A ner- oh, the a bully n- kills himself? Yeah, then the nerd, bully kills himself. A nerd with a broken arm convinces a bully to kill himself? Suddenly, I love this oh, musical. Oh, great. Yeah, this is like music and to Mike's ears. they find this, this note that says, Dear Evan Hansen, on the dead bully. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And then every, 
And then everyone's like, he wrote this suicide letter to Evan Hansen. That was his best friend. And then Evan Hansen, because he's a loner, is like, yeah, that was my best friend. The bully was my best friend. Um, and everyone's like, so he lies? he lies? So Evan Hansen's a scumbag? He's a scumbag. It spirals out of control. And Why everyone he just... thinks he knew the bully, and then he starts this, like, Why does Patreon, he just tell everyone? basically. And... <laughs> <laughs> is is there a live Patreon get... for the audience to contribute to on stage? Uh, like, uh, no, but almost... Mm. That is the plot. He does How? start a Patreon. Mike, we should give a warning, by the way, before this episode. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. For, spoiler for alert, Dear Evan Hansen. Well, you only have a couple weeks well, to watch it. Right. Um, Chris, can I ask you, I think, the question that I assume all of our listeners want to have answered. Yeah. How does the bully take his own life? Is it autoerotic asphyxiation? You know what? It doesn't ever come up, so I assume that. It Does he is. stab himself in the heart like Elliot Smith did? Oh my gosh, that's a way to one way to go out, right? I think they just say that he's dead. One scene he's alive, and the next scene his parents are in the principal's office, and they're like, not really that sad, but they're like, he's gone. Wow, <laughs> what, what is a, a principal weird like? Plot. Your we have uh, we have some news. Your son has received an F in being alive. <laughs> <laughs> We've lost him. Yeah, wow. might as well be. Really terrific play. So it's about a lie, about how a little a lie white lie can go control. out of control. Why mm-hmm. doesn't Evan Hansen just nip it in the bud and say, here's what happened. I'm a bit of a kook, and I wrote a letter to myself. That's, that's right. That You're like, yeah, why not? But because the family thinks that they were best friends, the, the, the bully's family... <laughs> So he starts going over to their house for dinner and stuff, and oh my he's God. getting a chance to get closer to the bully's sister, which he has a crush on. Oh. So he, they develop like a relationship. Is there a sex scene? Okay. No, there's a, a, a kiss, though. Oh, okay. my God. A timid kiss. And it's How? like, I'm just so happy you were there for my brother. Yeah. And he's like, ooh, me too. And, mm. then, and then she's like, tell me about my brother. I didn't really know him. And he's like, um. <laughs> Does he turn to I the audience? I have a song about that. Oh, God. They sing? Does he turn to they the audience? They sing the whole way. The whole time. Oh, God. This sounds, this sounds like a wonderful musical. Wonderful songs. Do, can you sing a few uh, bits from some of your favorite songs from Dear Evan Hansen? Maybe... The scene where he kisses uh, the dead bully's sister. What does he sing there? Um, he goes. Um, he's got a guitar, and he goes. Um, he's singing about the stuff that um, that her brother used to say about her. It's all fake, though. He, right. And he's like, um, "You," he said, "You looked really pretty," or um, "It looked pretty cool when you put indigo streaks in your hair." He sings Ugh. it exactly like that too. Wow! Yeah, exactly. Just as timid. Sounds and like, stupid. Um, you know, that band. Uh, <sighs> I'm hungover. Oh, God, what's that band that sings that song? Soul meet, soul meet body. When soul meets body, uh, death cab, death cab yeah. for cutie, death cab uh. for cutie. So hmm. I, I love the sound of that you song. You got to get to this musical before it closes. Wow! I bet you ch- tickets are probably. Pretty cheap. Does it go all the way up from this one little white line to like Evan Hansen becomes president from a series of misunderstandings? Wow. He becomes president of his own Facebook group or Patreon that is a, a tribute to the dead bully. Wow. He's trying to raise um, money to get an apple orchard opened. For real? <laughs> yeah. 
Does the dead bully's ghost ever come back and like, I'm going to yeah, fucking he kill does. you? No, really. For oh. real. For, he does. <laughs> yes. Does the he, dead bully is a ghost so he and bullies, a character throughout the whole thing. So he bullies from beyond the grave. Yes. Oh, I don't like that aspect. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is all real. Does Evan Hansen then get some some like misfit scientists together to like like the Ghostbusters mm-hmm. to, with their proton packs to shoot and capture the bully's ghost in a uh, a ghost trap. I think that's the sequel. I think that's coming out. And then they throw the trap in the garbage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn, well we just saved people the trouble. Yeah, there you go. That's dear Evan Hansen. Wow. Why did he break his arm? <laughs> um well, this the whole story is that he fell out of a tree. But, you know, as the bully will then let us know later on that, did he fall out of the tree or did he jump? So he was oh. trying to... He tried to commit suicide. But then the bully boy, did dear Evan Hansen. So yeah, Evan Hansen of, tried to commit suicide? Yeah, and that's why he's got a broken arm. And he, and he writes this note to himself and then the bully's like, oh. Yeah. And he commits suicide. Yeah. That seems like a really... A it's bully with convoluted. very... Thin-skinned bully. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, in my day, bullies had a little more, yeah. you know, self-confidence. Here's what would have happened in our day. The bully would have found the letter that said all these mean things about the bully, and the bully would have beaten up Evan Hansen. Yeah. I think. Yeah, when I grew when I was growing up, <laughs> bullies just bullied. Yeah, they didn't get all introspective and kill themselves. They become a ghost. Like the bully, can't, bullies can't read is one plot point that I don't agree with in this. The bully probably would have found the letter and been like, what is this? Yeah. Yeah, because bullies and, are... And did the bully kill himself? Like, did the letter make him think like, oh, I've been a really bad guy. I guess I have to kill myself. It didn't. He reads the note. And then he storms off, and then he kills, kills Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> In a huff. You don't see himself. him kill himself. You don't wow. see him. He's like, why did you write this about my sister? And he storms out of, off stage, and then the next scene is that he's been killed so by himself. So wow. it's no Phantom of the Opera or Jesus Christ Superstar um, in no. this that we're dealing with here. No. Wow. Dear Evan But Hansen. people have been coming out. To watch this show, obviously. Right. That's why it's closing down so early. Maybe, Everyone's already seen it. Maybe the name is the problem. <laughs> maybe they need to call it like uh, uh, Dead Bully, the musical. Or <laughs> would make more sense. Wow. What are hmm. other what are the other big plays out right now? Come from away. Come from, Come away. from away. Uh, not seen it. Not seen it either. Mike loves everything about it. I love Come from I love anything from the East Coast. It's my favorite style of culture. Mm. Um, they recently had to cancel. They were going to do a mass screech-in at a performance, I think, of Come From Away. And there was a, an outcry from Newfoundland where they basically accused it of like cultural appropriation. And so they canceled the screech-in uh, at the Toronto Theater. And I am just, I'm just all broken up about it. I'm sorry, yeah. <laughs> but Mike, sucks, I, I feel like you'd be out of place in a screech-in, no offense. And people not from Canada, a screech-in is, what, a Newfoundland thing where everyone drinks alcohol in a... With bar. a fish and a bathtub? And yeah, something. You kiss your mother, I think? I don't know what it is. Hmm. <laughs> um, wow. Well, this is wild. So... um what else is going on with you, Chris? Uh, you're living next door. Now, when you yeah. appeared in a previous episode, great mm-hmm. episode, by the way. Oh, thanks. You yeah. were working as a lifeguard in the building. Yes. 
I was a lifeguard. I'm not a lifeguard here anymore. Oh no! Do we have no. a lifeguard now with the pool in the building? No, it's dangerous down there. Yeah, still, yeah. I couldn't. I had to fish a, a kid out of the drain. Oh, <laughs> uh, so I had. That to. must be annoying when you. <laughs> I and mean, that's your job when you have to fish. And I a couldn't kid. go back to work after that. Right, PTSD. <laughs> yeah, I just couldn't bring myself to go down. I still haven't been down there. Right. Oh, I'm sorry, man. That yeah. sucks. I didn't quit. I, I just haven't been down there. So those signs that are still up in the hallway that say, missing child, please contact us if you have any information. I know where that kid is. Right, and you haven't told in the, the parents. It's still in the dream. Right. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry to laugh about that. Well, feel that. free to send in your resignation. Be- no, no, if we what? don't laugh, better we cry. Make- yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, feel free, I guess, to let someone know you quit. So well, I guess we can hire a Would new lifeguard. Would I talk to, to you about that? Or? Well, I don't really want to deal with it. Yeah, Isn't there, there must be someone who can do this. If there's anyone out there that has a, their national lifeguard uh, certificate. Yeah. So what have you been doing since uh, leaving the life behind? <sighs> Just celebrating. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's only been a week. Yeah. A lot of that. You know, I'm over, uh, I'm, I'm out doing fittings. That's why I had to miss uh-huh. the other thing. Quote unquote, a fitting allegedly. For, uh, um, I went to the Bay, Bay Days, and I okay. um, had to buy some new jeans. I was just doing a fitting. <laughs> I noticed we, 60 bucks. Here's the thing we can Levi's. <laughs> Actually, that's a good deal. It's a great deal. Um, I noticed you're wearing wild pants today, and I'd love to get a picture of this. Maybe put it on the sure. Twitter account. Yeah, let's describe uh, Chris's pants. Yeah, okay. Well, th- frankly, I think I think you could just say maroon. They're maroon. They're yeah. maroon, and they're not denim. It seems like they're they're like a stretchy sweat pant khaki. They're like really jegging, really comfortable. You remind me of like a cool soldier. Yeah, yeah and I don't know. Here's the thing: they are maroon or burgundy. Or as the you know the color actually they say it is oxblood. Ox. These blood. are oxblood color. Yuck! And I don't know if I have the confidence to really be pulling them off. No, you, I don't you know do. what to wear with them. Well, your gray T-shirt right now. Gray is definitely looking that's pretty it. good. If I wear a white T-shirt, it's Canada Day all of a sudden. Uh, <laughs> The red and white. Yeah. When is Canada Day this year? Oh, July third like... this year. Oh, they changed the it. Right. <laughs> You know, it's a. It does look like pants an alternative punk Joker would wear. Yes, because they're yeah, tight. I they're feel, skinny. Yeah, I feel like an alt Joker. Yeah, like well, like the Jared Leto Joker. Yeah, like um, yeah, that's true. I heard that in the new upcoming Joker movie, uh, which does feature Mark Maron in a role. That's what he keeps talking about. Yeah, he he he's not shy about that. No. But I hear that there is a brief <laughs> moment where you see the Joker naked. What? Yeah. You see the we Joker? We don't need to see that. Oh, it's in the trailer you get even a glimpse. He's like in the shower, like holding himself for something. Yeah. Not, him, like, like not himself, but like his knees. Yeah, he's holding his knee, his but you can himself. see his whole penis flopped out. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Do you think that, are you excited for this Joker movie? I mean. You know, why not? But, I mean, the Joker's evil. Who's going to be the hero? Oh like, we're not going to be rooting for the Joker, are we? Good point. Maybe it's who's worse than the Joker? Who the Joker could could look good in comparison to? Um, let's Justin see. Trudeau. Uh, <laughs> try again, James. How about the? 
the Vegas shooter. Oh my oh, God! Boy. Could you oh, get boy. any more bleak? Huh? Jeez, dude. That's two shooters you've mentioned. Connor. God damn, uh-huh. man. Who who is worse than the Joker that the Joker would look good compared to? <laughs> um. Hmm. Doug Ford. Oh no, Mark, Martin Shkreli. Okay, you. Martin Shkreli, the pharma bro guy. Oh yeah. Is he in the Joker? Yeah. Is he? Mm, mm. Well, that's a good idea. Maybe the Joker takes down Martin Shkreli, and because isn't he in jail now? He is, I believe, in jail. Um, yes. Okay. What about who is a bad uh, dictator? Hmm. Well, Kim uh, Jong Un. Okay, Comes to Gotham, yeah, right, mm-hmm. yeah. The Joker has to uh, knock some sense into him. Now I've done some business with the Un family, and <laughs> yeah. I will say there are good people. Uh, Dennis Robin and I have spent oh, some time yeah, with them. Good, good uh, point. They were investors in Peckercoin, didn't work out, but <laughs> uh, so I'm going to, uh, you know, bump back at you on that one, Mike. Okay. Um, my God. Um. Well, what else is what else is going on here? I, we're being casual today. I love this. We got Chris in here. We woke him up. Woke you up. He's hungover. And I'm sitting. not uh, sorry that we woke you up. Well, I am. Your voices were carrying through the wall. You have <clears throat> very nice baritone voices, both of you, uh, and it really carries through the wall. Well, woke me up. Now you look. Now the audience can't see your pants. They can't see your face. Mm. But you look so tired and so dehydrated. <laughs> Tell us about some of the aspects of, of partying that you did during the yeah, parade. What's the, life, like, what's the party scene like for Chris huh. Wilson, Toronto well, lifeguard slash comedian slash TV actor? It's uh, pretty great. A lot of Hollywood uh, parties that I go to. In Toronto? Yeah, they're, they are here. Uh, you know, I have to know where to look for them. Yeah. Last <laughs> night was one. I was with um, uh, uh, Brooke Shields and I were partying. Oh wow! Wow! <laughs> wow. Brooke Shields, the big Hollywood star, Brooke Shields from yep. Suddenly Susan. Suddenly Susan. Wow. Also Susan Sarandon. And oh me. my God! Two oh, Susans. Yes. God. I kept calling <laughs> Susan, Brooke, and Brooke. Susan. It was crazy. They That's loved it. so they were, funny. It was wow. A, just a joke I was doing. And then, uh, yeah, we got drunk. <laughs> wow! Yeah. Did you go to Susan Sarandon's um, ping pong bar? You've been there? Yeah, it, she has one. Have yeah, I've been, been there. It's yeah. amazing. You can play a ping pong against Tim Robbins. <laughs> yeah. That's weird because they're like exes. Are they? Th- yeah. Then yeah. that's why he's there, I guess. Because <laughs> hmm. the settlement that to they do. agreed to is that he would just play ping pong with patrons and doesn't in have the to... ping pong bar. And I, yeah, yeah. I beat him pretty, pretty bad last night. Wow. wow. And yeah. Tim does not. Like he doesn't to like lose. to lose. That's oh, for sure. No. He threw the paddle. Oh my god! Typical Tim. Tim. Haven't right seen in the Tim. Forehead. You know what? It makes sense because I haven't seen Tim in a lot of movies lately. Yeah, he's been playing ping pong. Wow. Mm-hmm. I think he's in the new ba- uh, the new Joker movie. Sorry. Oh really? Yeah. Hmm. He plays Alfred. Have you seen those guys who are really good at ping pong and they hold the ping pong paddle differently, like backwards? Yeah. Like, like a- Backward hat Hell, style. Man. What? How do you start doing that? Like, how how do you begin that process of playing? A- and also, they're like four feet, five feet back from the table. Oh yeah, whipping them. Ping pong should be on TV. 
Like it should be um, on like I've regular. Seen it on but I mean, television. like you know, like Saturday night hockey night in Canada, there should be a ping pong thing, imagine, ping pong night. It's imagine a, a parade of two million people to celebrate a ping pong championship. Well, is that something we'll see in our lives? Mm, it could be. Yeah, the table Olympics tennis will make anything like happen. Right. I think the Olympics like brings stupid sports and makes them uh, things that we cheer about for a little bit. And what do you consider a stupid sport? Um, I don't think, well, I think ping pong's a bit stupid, to be honest. What? Yeah. It's not stupid. It's like tennis for our generation. <laughs> Smaller, ADD style. It's too fast. Too small. Too fast? Too fast, too small. That could be like a, a parody of Fast and the Furious. Like, uh... Mike. Mike. I'm hungover. I'm sorry. I made the too fast, too small joke. This. But what are, what's another sport you think is not quite real? Um, darts is too hard to be real. No one's good at darts. Drunk? I'm good at darts. Yeah, right. I am. Show me. All right. Okay. Okay. Oh, here's a dart. So Look over at the Mike's wall there. Okay, yeah. ready? I'm going to hit the, uh, the picture of that, that older woman. Okay. That's Mother Teresa. Wow, you got her right Mike. in the eye. I oh. got her right in the eye. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Mother. <laughs> She's not your mother, Mike. She, she just call calls her, herself. Everyone calls that. her Mother. Oh, that's really yeah. bad. You know, um, James, you are a good shot um, because a lot of uh, drunk men with shaved heads mm-hmm. are good at darts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you if you ever watch on TV, it's wild. It is just fat fat forty year old dudes loving just... loving it. Do you, I'm, you probably heard that story about the, the there was that scandal when a dart player accused another dart player of farting and throwing during him off. the throw. Yeah, and it was a real thing. And the guy's like, "I'd admit it if I farted. Uh, it wasn't me, but I did smell it." And someone at the dirt match just pooed their pants and farted. You know, it'd be great if they made like a six-part intense, gritty BBC drama about the dart fart. The dart and, fart, and it could be like Robbie Coltrane. Oh, and... that dude farts. Robbie Coltrane. That dude's got some nasty ones. Robbie Coltrane. That dude farts. Who looks? Who look? This is a gross one. But who, who looks like they fart? Who looks like they they are nasty fart wise? Like uh, celebrities? Yeah. Who has bad gas? Uh, I'm going to say Danny DeVito. Uh, oh. <laughs> I'm going to stick with Robbie Coltrane. Yeah, that's a good one. Brooke Shields. Brooke Shields no, probably has some. No yeah. way. Yeah, absolutely. She's always eating spicy The way that foods. she parties. Yeah. It's all uh, Coors Light and Jamaican patties. I've got a good one. Willem Dafoe. Yeah, oh, he probably God. has some nasty ones. Probably Saves nasty, but up. like uh, avant-garde. Like they smell <laughs> like... Uh, not the usual nutmeg or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Daniel Day Lewis. No, <laughs> has no. very clean farts. I think. Okay, I hear, yes. when he gets in nice character, ones. he gets so deep in character that the type of farts he does change depending on whether he's well, he playing Bill the, the Butcher, would, yeah. or an IRA prisoner, or maybe the this the tailor in Phantom yeah. Thread. When he was playing Bill the Butcher, that was I think the worst they probably got. I. I heard. Yeah. Because of all the meat, he just eats his own product. Absolutely. I could see the dude who played um, the hound in uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, my God. And the Those dude would who be played nasty. the mountain. And the dude who played the mountain. Absolutely. They just, you know, they look it. It's hard. To, it's just a thing. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Um, yeah. Pat, Pat Sajak. Mike, no. What did he ever do to you? I don't see it. I think, okay. <laughs> 
I think I think Pat Sajak's farts smell. That's why they make him stand so yeah. far away from yeah. the wheel and the contestants. Oh it's man, no. Well, that was we did that. Well, thanks topic. for coming that on the show. Great. We've got Evan Hansen. We've got farting. Yeah. Um, have you have any you other seen, topics on the list? Well, have you yeah. have you seen any other musicals recently? You seem to have seen Dear Evan Hansen. Have you seen uh, Have you seen Come From Away? Have you seen um, the Sting musical, The Last Ship? Oh, I are wish. you Are you going to see the touring production of Phantom that's coming back to Toronto? I saw um, none of those. I I went. To New York City. Okay. Big Apple. Holy smokes. And I watched School of Rock, the musical. Oh, the how Jack was Black it? Movie. How the was Jack it? Black, he wasn't in it. It was Justin Collette. You know, oh, and former he's Toronto your friend, right? Comedian. It was great. It's nice to Damn. see a Torontonian Andrew on Lloyd Broadway. Lloyd Webber wrote this thing. Wow, ALW. Wow. And he's the guy's a rocker. Andrew? Lloyd Webber. Oh, yeah. What is Lloyd? What songs has Lloyd Webber made? Phantom. I'm, I'm not a theater fan. Phantom of the Opera. Memory of from Cats. How does that oh, go? Oh, yeah, Cats. Memory, you're all alone in the moon. What the, the hell was fucking Cats about? Just a bunch of cats? T.S. Eliot poems set to music. Oh, Why don't God. we ask? There's cat here. Oh, yeah, Mike has a cat. He wrote Evita, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ Superstar, Phantom. God. This and, guy is prolific. And he wrote some, his last, like, or he had, like, some flop about soccer. Bend it like Beckham. Yeah. He wrote, oh, that's, I, I have no idea. And he acted in it, too. But that's coming to town. Yeah. Bend it like Beckham, the musical. Really? Yeah. Get your tickets now. It's ending early, I bet. <laughs> I'm, I'm part of a Phantom of the Opera Facebook fan page, and uh, people daily, it's 2019, you wouldn't think that people, that people constantly thought about Phantom of the Opera. But there is a group of people on the internet who love Phantom so much that they're like they post about Phantom of the Opera every day, and uh, I always check up on it. And recently, there was a big fight. Oh, there are two big things: people arguing over whether the 2004 movie starring uh, Gerald Butts Butler, Gerard Butler, <laughs> Gerald Butts, Mike. <laughs> someone, someone just watched a porno and got the name mixed up. The Seymour Butts yeah. version of Phantom of the Opera. Uh, Gerard, what's his name? Gerald Butler. Gerald Butler. I Gerald can't Butler? say Gerald. People, Gerard? <laughs> Gerald? People argue over whether the 2004 adaptation uh, counts or not, and there's like they get very heated, and that happens every day where people are like, if you, you don't have to, just let people enjoy things. If you don't like the 2004 <laughs> movie, you don't have to tell us about it. Um, and the other recent argument on the Facebook Phantom of the Opera page is an argument <laughs> with, from men who keep posting that, like, to all those women out there who'd like to see a female phantom, no way. That would ruin the whole plot, and that is not gender equality. The phantom hmm. is a man. And they get into huge, like, men's rights oh, God. arguments about the phantom of the opera. I'm like, no. it's a thing wow. for dudes. <laughs> wow. This guy who lives in the sewer writes beautiful music. It's for men. Wow. <laughs> That's, I mean, hey. I, um, one of my uh, ex-girlfriend's mother played uh, so sorry Christine on, uh, on, on Broadway in Phantom of the Opera. Damn. <laughs> That's, the, a... That's the lead. That's wow. the female lead. Wow. Who was her phantom? What's that? Who was her phantom? <sighs> I can look it up. Mm. Nah, it'll be boring. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Wow. He was the guy in it. 
Who cares? Damn, that's that's pretty wild. Yeah. Apparently, according yeah. to... Uh, taste of fame. So you had dated her, then she went on years later, the ultimate revenge to mm-hmm. play Christine in Phantom. No, well, her no, mother Her did. mother. Oh, which is kind of still the ultimate revenge. It's ultimate right. revenge, yeah. Wow. We can edit this part out of the podcast. <laughs> no, I <laughs> um, A recent post also on the Phantom page was someone was like, hands down, I've seen tons of productions of Phantom, and no production has a cooler and more terrifying chandelier crash scene than the Polish production. <laughs> wow. No people, one does chandeliers it wasn't, better. I, I remember, I feel, like, I feel like if you grew up in Toronto in the early 90s, the whole city was about three things. The Blue Jays, um, Star Trek The Next Generation, and The Phantom of the Opera. That was it. Yeah. That was like on the tips of everyone's lips in and the I early wish. 90s. And the Just here. Desserts shooting. <laughs> Mike, stop bringing up shootings. <laughs> God. The Just Dessert shooting was in the news for oh, a good two decades. Mike. Anyway, but yeah, Phantom was everywhere because it played here for what, 20 years? It was a big deal here. By Phantom. I by remember. Phone. I, oh, yeah. I, I remember on the radio, too, uh, they would always have this debate um, uh, being kind of like, the three best theater cities in the world are New York, London, and now Toronto. Because we had. The Phantom. The Phantom. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Burgess. Remember that guy? That's the only guy. He was the Phantom, wasn't he? Michael Burgess, he was, that actor? Yeah. Canadian. Hmm. What a weird celebrity, like Canadian celebrity. Michael Burgess. Michael Burgess. Michael Burgess. And you know who one of the last Toronto Phantoms was before the production oh, closed? Oh, I think I do. Paul Stanley of Kiss. I did know that. I actually did know that because yeah. that's the answer to the question you had. It was oh, that guy. Oh, wow. Wait, your ex-girlfriend's mom was Christine like, with Paul Stanley? I, yeah. No. That's Oh, amazing. man, I wish we could talk to her and ask her wild stories. Sing for me, my angel of music. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good, Mike. Yeah. Sting oh. once again. Is that know, how he, he sounds talks? Like Woody Allen. He sounds a bit like half Woody Allen and half cool, tough rocker. <laughs> wow. Because they're was all from the, Brooklyn. Was he their main singer? Of kids, yeah, yeah. So what was Gene Simmons? He didn't he was, sing. He, he just was the played, demon playing yeah, bass, the tongue thing. Yeah. So why is he so famous? He's just because of the tongue. Player. It's a long. If tongue. your tongue was long and it was dripping blood all the time, you'd be famous too. <laughs> That's his real tongue. It's not fake. Man, it comes out a, like it won't stop inches. bleeding. Wow, dangles. Yeah, I hate him. beautiful tongue, Gene Simmons. <laughs> Wait, you hate Gene? Simmons? I hate him. He's just a d- stupid dick. It seems like huh. during uh, the wow. U.S. government shutdown a few months ago. Uh, there was a video that Paul Stanley posted to the Kiss Facebook group. I'm a member of a lot of Facebook groups. <laughs> yeah. Um, where he was like, the government shutdown is causing some real distress for uh, you know people in the military and stuff. And I, th- they were like, Kiss has a restaurant in Orlando. He's like, if you're in the military and you come to the Kiss restaurant, we will give you a free meal until the government shutdown is over. Jeez. And just imagining uh, these people who are like these like starving military people coming into the Kiss restaurant and getting their free meal and then immediately getting diarrhea. Wow! Oh. Oh, wow! wow. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I can't argue with that. Yeah. Have you? Um, uh, Gene Simmons uh, did an interview with Terry Gross that is worth listening to because he's such a a hole, and he and she is really good dismantling him. I, I heard that, and at one point he's like, "You wouldn't understand. Uh, I'm a uh, he. he, he is this she's a good Jewish. Gene is that a good? <laughs> no, this is a good. No. This is a good impression. Oh, I think. It's, it's not. It's not. I Jewish. think it might be. But he 
he didn't know that Terry Gross was Jewish, and he started like making fun of her for being like for not understanding like his culture. And she was like, "I'm my name is Terry Gross. I am also Jewish." Yeah, and he was sort of just like, "Oh, you're a you're a bookish nerd. You you wouldn't understand passion yeah. and like it was really wild." Kiss Gene Simmons destroys NPR with yeah. tongue. Oh man! <laughs> no, um, but she destroyed him. She destroyed him. She's Never. Little, she's small in stature, but. Hey, yeah. she kicked his effing ass. Are Chris, you, Chris, so, do yes. you, like, we try yes. to touch on this. Are you out there in dating? Are you, you know, playing the What's the, the old field? love life like? What's it like out there, dude? Are, you know, what's... You know, scene? sure, go on dates. Mm. Sure, I'm out there. Get, get on some dates. And what's a typical first date with Chris Wilson? Okay. Do you um, tell them about the dead often child? I go, hey, anywhere you thinking? No, it's always text, right? What do you What are you thinking? What you don't thinking? put the G in at the end of thinking. What you thinking? Yeah, casual. Try- and what I feel thinking? like women like it too. If you don't come up with a plan, if you don't say let's go I've to dinner heard. at this place at this time, you just say what you yeah. want to do. What you thinking? I pride myself of being like very like laid back, chill. Go, I'm going with the flow, you know. Yeah. So I go, what you thinking? And I let them decide because I want to go where they want to go. Yeah, right. And then often, where do they want to go usually? Well, often I find that um, they want to go to like an arcade bar because i i often follow up what you thinking with um i know of a great arcade bar we could go yeah, to I could see play that some being, arcade right. like tilt cool. tilt arcade bar right so you're playing like nintendo 64 yeah and i'm showing her how good i am at super mario world because women in their mid-30s in general like to yeah watch i a find guy. that they really love to see how fast i can beat super mario 3 <laughs> Because it, well, you, you do the world one, you get the warp whistles, boom, yes. you're at world eight. Well, they say really quickly. The, the old thing used to be like you can tell how good a guy is in mm-hmm. bed by how good he dances. That now for our generation has changed to you can tell yeah. how good a guy is in bed by how fast he can beat Super Mario three. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god! Because you want to make sure you get the three warp whistles that are in world one yeah. and the P wing. You the gotta first, want yeah. that P wing. Is the first warp whistle in the first level? You press down on a on oh, a that's block. the third level, and you down on the white block. Yeah, run behind the black yeah, and thing, then you fly jump up, up. You're in. You get a whistle. Boom. Where's the second whistle? Oh, thank you for asking. It's in the first uh, castle. Oh, right. Oh. So you, you, jump you, up. you jump up, you run along the top. And by yes. this point, your date yeah. must be all hot and bothered. Yes, absolutely. <gasps> and and she's a... like, well, that's very quick. Yeah. Um, do you need a third? a third warp? There might be two. You use them, like, use the second warp whistle in the warp world. I usually go, you, you beat world one, you get the P-Wing, you use it in world two right away, boom. Now you're in level you seven. You fly over everything. Remember in those yeah. little, the little level mushroom seven houses, to too, where you, you the card turnover, bing, bing, yeah. bing, bing. Bing, bing, I'm very good bing, at those. Betting, bing. Was that oh, yeah. the song? Um, yeah, that was, that's it. Bing. We're wow. talking about video games. Three of us have sang on this podcast so far. Yeah, that's really great. We're talking about how video games, mm-hmm. how we incorporate them into our romantic lives. Here's a <laughs> here's a here's a notion. <laughs> you guys don't have to go with it, but remember the game genie that you could oh, crunch yeah. onto. Oh, yeah. It would like mm-hmm. crunch onto a it Nintendo game. It wasn't supposed to right. fit. Imagine if there was a sort of game genie, but for a man's penis where you could crunch a thing onto your penis to give you special powers or make it easier or more make you more powerful and you'd crunch it on the tip of your fix erectile dysfunction it's a good idea like yeah it lets you shoot fireballs or whatever but you have to the main you, invincibility. You, like, you have to crunch it you guys get that right yeah, yeah. invisibility yeah, that'd be cool I'd love to be that'd invisible be cool. and watch yeah. everybody 
Oh I'd yeah, I'd that. go to the park. Like the Invisible Man. Yeah. Um, Chris, <laughs> I, well, okay. If we're talking Mario Brothers one, two, three, and Mario World, okay. how are you ranking them one through four? Uh, in terms of my favorites, yeah. or like um, a game quality uh, reviews uh, favorites, overall? Favorites. Okay, just personal favorites. I'm going uh, Super Mario three. Is Ooh, my number one game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Super Mario World. Yeah, for the Super Nintendo second. Mm. And then the first Super Mario, yep. and then dead last Super Mario Two. That's de- that's one hundred percent right. Last. The only thing I'd say is you could swap three and World. Either of those could be the best. Whoa. I might go World. So what is one, the story three. about the failure of Super Mario Two? It was I rushed actually out. Know this I know this story. It wasn't a, uh, oh God, a Mario game. It was a, a a reskinned Japanese game. Oh my god! Do you? Yeah. Uh, how do we both know this? Like we're we're, we're nerds. How have we never talked about secret this? nerds? You're not well, nerds. It was a secret nerd. I it was a Japanese out. game called like Doku Doku or something. Yeah, and then they were like, oh yeah, Doku in Japan, Doku, <laughs> in Japan they made a sequel to original Mario Brothers, but it was too hard for America. Pe- people in a, they were like Americans are not going to be that's American true. players cannot play this. <laughs> <laughs> so instead, they're like just. Take this other game that's easier and weird. Make this guy look like and Mario. Stick Mario on him, and then they'll be like, "But what about this weird bird character?" And then keep it. It's the same. Yeah. Keep it. <laughs> yeah. What? If, why does he pull radishes out? It don't. Oh, what was that bird's name? It. It's fine. What was the bird's name? Birdo. Birdo. So oh, Birdo dude. was of Japanese descent. Yeah. Just yeah. they just kept that weird looking thing. Mario two was effed up. It was. Really weird, and that's, that's where those you, little you like go fuzz up balls. instead of just side to side. You go yeah. up and everything. What the yeah, hell? didn't make any sense. Oh, and those weird masks that would fly around. Oh gosh, those oh, actually gave me man. nightmares. Yeah, Mario three must have been that. such a breath breath of fresh air when people saw that. Thought, I remember Mario the day. is back, baby. Yeah, what a joy. What a Mario joy. two is fit for the pit. Oh. And I'm just gonna say one more thing. You know sure. what I loved? Yeah. In Mario World, when you get the key. And you put the key in the keyhole. Do you remember that? And it kind of goes. Yeah. I loved that. That was the best. Look it up, guys. Mario World key in the keyhole. It's the best thing. You take Yoshi with you. Yeah. And then you get to the secret area. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Mario World. That was a good game. Good God. You know what? (laughs) Switching it. That's number one. Okay. Yes. That's number one. Favorite earnest movies (laughs) ranked. Well, I will tell you, uh, <laughs> super fan of the podcast, Aaron Eves, mm-hmm. um, showed me Ernest. It's something about Ernest going to the continent of Africa. I think and it's called Ernest Goes to Africa. Ernest Goes to Africa. It didn't age great. Probably it wasn't age well. good at no, the time. not great. Now, why, is, why would that yeah, be? What do you think? I think maybe. <laughs> is it set during modern times, or is he like a missionary like in the in a previous century or something during present day but he might not right. have uh Do you, you know handled like some of the stereotypes well. or something you know i don't really want to get into huh. it but let's just, just don't say understand why it would be it's not exactly <laughs> woke oh surprisingly okay. why was he sent to africa what was he doing there oh god what was the story was he a diplomat at no, this point oh he's he's just like a mechanic or something but he has to go to africa honestly i hey, don't Bert, remember god go africa yeah you know Pretty what much. uh Ernest movie was the most woke go on Ernest scared stupid because that thing kept me uh up at, at night 
Very uh, okay, you scared, stupid? Hey, can we cut that that's, out of the uh, pod? Good, can we Chris. maybe trim no, that joke don't out? Don't cut that out. Kept me very awoke. Wait, um, well, what was the it plot was about of that? trolls that would turn you to stone? Seriously? Yeah, you didn't watch it. It's actually a scary movie. Now you got to wonder what these earnest writers were smoking mm-hmm. when they came up with these. Plots. They would kill the trolls by um um putting milk on them. What? Yeah, they're shooting them with milk. So can sounds I, sort of like the plot to Dear Evan Hansen. No, but it's like, oh, just squirt your milk on these trolls, and then they... You know, yeah, they went milk, to the grocery huh? store. I remember the scene. They were loading up all these uh, cartons of milk and putting them in super soakers. Can I... Wow. Can super I give soaker a... ad. So cow I milk specifically? Or? Yeah, cow's milk. A lot of squirting in that movie. <laughs> yeah. Humans produce milk, too. Can I um, read just a, a brief uh, plot summary of Ernest Goes to Africa? Sure. Okay. And the cover here is Ernest... Um, wearing an African, a traditional African mask. <clears throat> While attempting to fix a woman's car at a local garage, Ernest P. Worrell accidentally causes the car to get crushed. Typical. We can all picture that happening, yeah, it's right? Funny. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty funny. Which results in his termination. Uh, uh, bye yeah, right? bye. He goes to a local restaurant and asks his crush, Renee Loomis, to go on a date with him, as you do when you've been fired. From yes. your job. Yes. He's turned down by her because she wants to date somebody more adventurous. Yikes. Because mm-hmm. Ernest, I guess, in this, he's seen as not as a as a Chad, but as a um Oh, uh he's like a what are the incel words? Oh I think they're just incels. Incels, okay, so he's a Chad. Uh or he's not a Chad. Ernest decided to buy her a gift to show that he really cares for her. He goes to a flea market where he buys two jewels. Unaware that they are the eyes of Igoli, stolen from the Sinkatutu tribe in Africa by Ooh, a runaway man hope named you're Mr. Right. Mr. Rabas, Ooh. who is being chased by two henchmen of Prince Kazim. Ooh. He is cornered by the men, but rescued by a man named Thompson and his strong African bodyguard, Bazoo. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. This is outlandish, rescued but I like it. Rescued by a yeah. man named Thompson? <laughs> Oh, and then Ernest, I guess, I goes bet. to Africa to bring back the Jews. White Knight Syndrome. Yeah. I guess <laughs> this is now an Ernest podcast. Well, maybe that would be more popular. Well, at this point, I'm willing to try anything. But yeah, so there's that. That's my favorite Ernest movie, to answer your question. <laughs> wow. That's a great answer. How about yours, one. James? Um, I mean, that's the only one I re- remember seeing. I mean, camp? Camp? Never saw Ernest Goes to Camp? camp? I, I probably did when I was a kid, but I don't honestly don't remember it. What? School? No. How, what do you, uh, can you tell me all the Ernest movies? Like, well, do you have a list handy? Yeah. I bet you you can guess. You say, Ernest Goes to Blank. <laughs> Ernest Goes to Camp. Couch That's store. the first one? Ernest Saves Christmas. And what are the years, too? Ernest Goes to Camp. Ernest Goes to Camp, 87, okay. maybe. Um, Ernest Saved Christmas, they followed it up, 88. Okay. <laughs> Ernest Goes to Jail, 1990, that was for vehicular manslaughter. Ernest Scared Stupid, <laughs> Scared Stupid, 1991. Whoa. Ernest Rides Again, 1993, which is a Western. Ernest Goes Spent to a little School, bit more time on that one. 1994, direct to video. Uh, Slam Dunk Ernest, where he played basketball. I remember that one. in the air right now. There's yes. a golden retriever in that one. Okay. Ernest Goes there to Africa, some. 1997. <laughs> Ernest in the Army, 1998. Uh, wow. So that was... So it's uh, like the Beatles. It's crazy that it was all, year, it was all within a yeah. decade. So the last Beautiful Ernest film work. came out three years before 9-11. Isn't that something? And then they stopped. 
But then, which is interesting. Yeah, and then there were some yeah. scrapped films. There was going to be one called Ernest Spaced Out. Damn it! Where he went into orbit. Oh. Um. But he famously um died. Ernest he goes did. to the grave. <laughs> was his final movie? Uh, Actually, no. Oh, nice. Took wow. the bait on that one. I can't one. believe they made an Ernest, Took a Ernest big movie bite out every of your year. Bit. How did that start? Like, was that a character he did in commercials? For real? Yeah. He did that in commercials? Yeah. We know about Mario. He knows about, he Ernest. Knows about Ernest. So he, he acted in commercials and just did this weird character. <laughs> Someone told me, well, I don't know if this is me, a bad thing to say, but that he was a drug guy. Jim Varney? Yeah, maybe that's not true. I don't know. I thought what someone said that in drug? comic. Like shrooms, well, probably. No, like it was a problem or something. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't want to slander. Well, he was divorced twice, if that tells you anything. Okay, oh. well. Yeah. I mean, that's not good. Imagine being a woman who married Ernest. Hmm. Just, yeah, shake him out of his drug fuel. No, I don't, there's no evidence day. of his okay, of forget a drug. I said I mean, that. He could be. Maybe uh, it's not true. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. He uh, passed away in uh, at the age of fifty in the year two thousand. So he died a year before nine eleven as well. Wow, mm. wow! Isn't that a little suspicious? That's it what makes I was you think. thinking. It makes you think. It makes I wonder you think. what the involvement is there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> should uh, should I uh, should we do our game? Oh yeah. 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 Oh, that's or unless oh, you look who to... look who now has is full of energy. I'm just and like, wants to uh, play thank a you game. for helping me get over this hangover, guys. It's been great. You know the old I've saying. I've been drinking this Caesar. Yeah, yeah. Hair of the dog. Hair of the dog. I heard that you. Oh yeah. Skeleton of the dog makes no sense. Um. So Chris. Hmm. So let's play the theme song. Here's the theme song for the game. It's time for the game. The game. It's one of our super popular games. They always go viral, and that is our aim. So sit back and please enjoy this game. Okay. Now, uh, Chris. That was lovely. Thank you. I mean, that was beautiful. You it is. You Not enough guests say that. I mean, so I really be, liked it. You couldn't hear it. Thanks. We, <laughs> we edited, edited in it after we recorded. I could hear it. No, I you couldn't. I think I might have got a little uh, whiff of that. No, because we it. added in later. Did so you? There's no way you heard it. Or Chris, maybe Chris I is heard lying. It now. Chris is lying. Chris is lying. Yet again. Okay. Uh, Chris, this game is a movie game. So Great. I looked up some real movies, mm-hmm. and I tell you the name and the plot and when it was made. Okay. And I also made up some movies. <laughs> oh, boy. And I'm going to give you. <laughs> yeah. Five uh, of uh, these, and you don't know which ones are real or which ones I made up, and you and you and Mike are going to guess. I just have to guess, real or fake, and talk yeah. it out. So it's a competition. Now we don't know how many are real. You don't, and we don't know how many are fake. You don't. We don't know. They could. We don't know a damn thing. Okay, they could all be real. Good. It's a trick. Okay. Uh, okay. Ready? ready? Here's the first movie. It's called Hellbound from 1994. Mm-hmm. Okay. Shatter and Jackson, two <laughs> Chicago police officers, are investigating the brutal murder of a rabbi and are summoned to Israel for questioning. While they're in Israel, they continue their investigation. What they begin to understand is that they're trying to catch a supernatural being, and if they don't do it fast, something terrible will happen. What's the name of it again? Hellbound. Hellbound. Um, 1994. 
a supernatural rabbi murderer? Hellbound. It two Chicago cops go to Israel after a rabbi was murdered, and yeah. they're they're trying to catch a supernatural being. Reminds me of Family Matters. Totally, it's real. I'm gonna say fake. Huh. It's real and starred Chuck Norris. What? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chuck yeah. Norris went to Israel. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Birthright. Wow. Yeah. Imagine if he Chuck Norris was part of your birthright trip. Yeah. Who's that old guy who keeps kicking everything? <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Here's the next movie. 10,000 Psychotic Maniacs, 1998. An archaeologist is ignored by his colleagues when he discovers an ancient prophecy that says on January 1st, 2000, an army of 10,000 psychotic maniacs will rise from the earth and use magic-fueled machetes to destroy all life on earth. After they rise, after they rise, only the archaeologist knows how to stop them with a spell of his own, mowing them down. No, that's so that's the that's the fakest movie I've ever heard. False. That's Indiana Jones. That's a false All right, right movie. that's fake. Thousand I made that up. 10,000 psychotic you made that maniacs. Up. Yeah. You wrote that? Yeah. That's very good. Thanks. <laughs> That's a good film. Thank you. I wish it was real. So it's currently one nothing for you. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm winning. <clears throat> okay, here's another winning movie. Winning the game. Here's another movie. Creamy Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Fake. <laughs> 1981. Dave is like any other high school boy. He loves cars, football, and girls. There's just one difference. Since he hit puberty, every night, he, <laughs> he melts into a big blob of cream. As if high school wasn't hard enough. Now he's got to hide the secret from his friends and learn about the birds and the bees, all while trying to hide his crazy secret. I want it to be real so I would badly. love to see that movie in a theater. Creamy Dave. That's got to be fake. I it does remind me of that. Netflix show, Australian, at H2O, Just Add Water. There's these three girls who, if water touches them, they turn into mermaids. Oh, wow. And it's Australian, and they're in high school, and they can't go to pool parties. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. And it's a Do you want to come country? to my pool party? Yeah. No, I can't, I, oh, I can't go to you. How do they party? wash themselves? What's that? How do they wash themselves? That never comes up. Huh. They must They just, do like they must stink. purposely jump in the water to become mermaids, because uh, obviously it's very fun. Right. But they don't want to be um, at school and have some bully uh, splash water on them, and then they have to... Uh, similar to Creamy Dave, I see. Hide the mermaid. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, think that, I think that Creamy Dave is fake also. Creamy Dave is fake. <laughs> I thought there might be a chance. It turns into a blob think. of cream every night. Yeah. Creamy Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I could see... One of the Stranger Things kids playing. Creamy That's what Dave. I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. Zach kind of Wolfhard. Yeah, you know, in the, or yeah, you know, in the eighties, like there was a lot of movies about teen Finn kids. Wolfhard. Finn Wolfhard. There was a lot of movies about teen kids being horny. Yeah, you know, and sweaty and horny oh, and kind of gross. But these days, kids they don't have time to be horny because they're too busy learning to code and how to uh, and looking treat... at their phones. Well, looking at their phones. Well, exactly. Had a good horny teen movie. Yeah. In a while, so, I want to when. Where's the new generation of pie humping? Well, if they made a a new American pie these days, it'd be about a kid fucking his phone. (laughs) I'm not joking. (laughs) (laughs) All right, here's the next one. Eugene Levy walks in and his eyebrows go off the charts. He's like, what are you doing to your phone? 
Is this some new kind of email? <laughs> um, this next one is called Toolbox Murders, 2004. <laughs> a historic Hollywood hotel houses a supernatural evil. It's been subdued for decades, but when renovations start, a series of murders take place. Talk about a renovation from hell. <laughs> I think that's real. It was a Hallmark movie. Toolbox Murders. I say Tim fake. Allen. It's real. Oh, no. <laughs> Toolbox Murders. Starring, is it anybody notable? Um, I didn't write any down, okay. but I can look it up. But I, probably not. I usually make a note if it's anyone if it's you've somebody heard of. Cool. Um, okay, last one. I prefer Creamy Dave to Toolbox Murders. That's an excellent yeah. one. Uh, here's the last one. Heaven on Earth, 2001. A struggling entrepreneur is dead broke with nothing left to sell until he realizes he possesses the most valuable resource. Love of Christ. <laughs> now, he's spreading the word and making a living for the first time. Sounds like heaven on earth. <laughs> I'm going to say fake. I'm going to say fake, but it's basically... Love of Christ. Uh, touched by an angel. It's, it's fake. Yes! <laughs> I made it up. Chris with a perfect round. Yeah. That's never happened before. Really? No. Usually I'm able to trick everyone at least once. I'm, uh, I mean, I wanted Creamy Dave to be real. I'm ashamed of myself. Just in general. And also, I lost the game. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> wow, that was a, I think that was a great episode. We had Lots a lot of talk laughs. Too soon. You guys do overheards? Yeah. Oh, that's... Yeah, no, that's, yeah. stop oh, that's a different yourself. stop podcasting. Yeah. But yourself. this is kind of our overheard. Okay. Well, yeah, okay. Do you cool. want to do an overheard? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Um, <laughs> let's see. Yeah, I prepared a couple overheards <laughs> for, the, uh, for the pod. Well, are we stop podcasting yourself... Uh, East? Well, we could ask Dave Shunka okay. and Graham Clark if we could. I, I, I feel like they'd be okay with it. Okay, this is a great um, overheard um, that is real, and I did prepare it. So at the Second City, um, often people are walking around the halls looking at um, photos of the people who used to work there. <laughs> right. And there's this bro, and he's like, everyone who works here is a legend. Everybody who's ever worked here is a total legend. And he's showing <laughs> off to his girlfriend. Yeah. It's a total legend. That guy's a legend. That guy's a legend. And he points to Dan Aykroyd and he said, That guy? That's Eugene Leggy. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty sick over her, right? It's good. <laughs> that's really funny. Oh, that's really funny. Eugene Leggy. <laughs> Oh ah, they God. look nothing alike. No. <laughs> Shit, Overheard's is good. That is that's better than the movie game. Damn. Uh, God, I wish we had thought of that. <laughs> well, I'm sure wow. if you pay them a small licensing fee, or always just say where it's originated from. You know, yeah, yeah. like that, or yeah. say it's an homage. An homage episode yeah. we do yeah, an homage yeah. to stop podcasting yeah. yourself yeah. with a segment similar to one they do. <laughs> well, Chris, I I know we started this episode. On rocky terrain, but now mm. I think we're, it's smooth sailing. Thanks does that make sense? Helping me through. No, it does. I was holding a lot. Uh, I had to unpack a lot of anger yeah. I had toward you. Okay. And I feel like we've talked it out and that... And I hear that, and I respect that, and I'm sorry. I respect Thank you, you. And I appreciate um, the apology, and I hear that you're sorry. And what? if you could just keep it down in the future. Sure. Not, you just get, it gets quite loud. I don't live here. I just do the podcast, so great. that's on Mike, and okay. I have no. I, will I hear not that, stand and by I respect him. that. I'll and try and great. be quiet as a church mouse from now on. Thank you. That means no screaming, no punching the walls, Mike. I'll have to do that in the park. Yes. <laughs> um. All right. Well, 
I guess that's it, Chris. Thank you. Uh, anything you want to promote or anything? I mean, I don't know. Feel free. Um, Stop podcasting we'll yourself. I'm at the Second City. Yeah, Chris is on the Second City Main Stage Show in Toronto Come every and night. See that. Go see him. Um, and um, uh, last Monday of every month at Bad Dog, we do a uh, uh, sports fantasy. Uh, an improv sports uh, team really? drama, dude, called Monday get, Night Lights. And it's get, actually pretty fun and so it's like, pretty funny. It's like the <laughs> Hobbit playing football. Yeah, but Chris, sometimes you can. You only get one night off a week. You're just doing improv even on your nights off. Sometimes, only the last Monday of the month. Ah, oh, still though, it's too. Wow. Don't you, know, you want to just sit at home one up. night? No. If you take a break for even a second, <laughs> boom. Johnny No Breaks is going to pass you. Yeah. He'll have a TV show. Oh, man. Because he didn't take a break. Okay. I guess that's one way to look at it. I don't try <laughs> hard at all. <laughs> Shit. Mm. Well, be sure to get tickets for those shows. Uh, Chris, thank you. <laughs> Michael, have a good one. See you, James. Oh, bye. <laughs>